Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Uh, bathtubs sometimes make very strange noises when the water gurgles down the drain. But the strangest noise that ever came from a bathtub sounds like this. Oh, the moon shines tonight on pretty red wings. <laughs> Yes, that bathtub was occupied by Mr. McGee of Fibber McGee and Molly. Oh, ah, you know, I feel great this morning, Molly, full of vim and vinegar. Did you hear me singing up there in the bathtub a minute ago? Singing? I thought you were drowning. <laughs> I started running upstairs and see if you were all right, but the phone rang and I had to answer. Oh, I was okay, just singing. I often think I made a mistake not keeping on with my vocal career. Really? I might have been a big name in the music game like Crosby or Como or Ferdinand Dinwiddie. (laughs) Who in the world is Ferdinand Dinwiddie? You don't know? My gosh, kiddo, you don't know much about music. You heard of Johnny Ray? Yes. Well, Ferdinand Dinwiddie is the guy who rings out Johnny Ray's handkerchief. (laughs) Well, I apologize for not knowing him. (laughs) I almost didn't know him, too. Also, for not knowing that you ever had a vocal career. Yeah, I did a lot of singing with Fred Nittany, the guy that I and him had a vaudeville act together from Starved Rock, Illinois. Well, I've, I've heard you mention him. Yeah, I and Fred had a real novelty act. We had a little toy piano, see, and Fred hung it around his neck on a rope. I stood on my hands on Fred's hands, and he held me up in the air. <laughs> then he played the toy piano with his nose, and I sung My Mother's Eyes Upside Down. <laughs> a great act for Mother's Day. We had to give it up, though. On account of when Fred held me in the air, my head was right close to his head. Yes, yes. I had a powerful voice in them days, and my mother's eyes was ruining my partner's ears. (laughs) Well, maybe it's just as well you gave it up, lover. We're happy now. (laughs) Uh, But I didn't give it up right away. After me and Fred busted up, I'd done a single for a while. Build myself as Robinson Crusoe, the warbling beachcomber. Well, very catchy name. Yeah, used to come on dressed in a pair of torn pants with a life preserver around my neck and carrying a canoe paddle in one hand. A canoe paddle? Yeah, it wasn't very dressy looking, but coming mighty handy in the small towns. <laughs> I cured many an audience of pitching tomatoes by batting them back up in the balcony with a paddle. I mind one time I bunted a ripe cantaloupe into the second row and caught a fat guy right in the... Hold it, dearie. Come in. Good morning. Is Mr. McGee here? Yeah, I'm I'm Mr. McGee, bud. This is my wife, Molly McGee. How do you do, I'm sure? Allow me to present my car. Oh, yes. Hmm. William Harding, Apex Advertising Agency, 14th and Oak. Well, you're wasting your time, bud. I got nothing to advertise in the Oh, no, 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 no. That's not why I'm here. Oh? Are you the gentleman who sings? A good question. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I warble a little now and then. Nothing fancy, just bathroom harmony. Uh, may I hear your voice, please? Why, sure. Why not? Oh, the moon shines tonight on pretty red wings. That's it. I've been quirky for. At last, I've tracked you down. Well, now, he has a right to sing in his own home. Sure. Nobody ever complained before and got anywhere with it. Oh, no, 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 Mrs. McGee. You misunderstood me. I admire his voice. 
You do? Tremendously. Hey, what is this? I've often stood on my front porch and listened to him sing, but I could never quite place the direction his voice came from. Just a little too faint. How far you live from here? Five blocks. <laughs> I just ain't got the power I used to have. Mr. McGee, I have a deal for you. Take it. My agent. <laughs> My agency specializes in singing commercials for radio and television. Yeah? We record them, and they're heard in millions of homes around the country. Yeah? And I want you to make one for us today. Oh, now, if this is a practical joke, Mr. Harding, I <laughs> no, don't... No, it's not a joke, Mrs. McGee. We're recording a commercial this afternoon, and your husband has the ideal voice for the solo part. The perfect voice. Well, <laughs> you see, kiddo... For 20 years, you've been living in a nest with a nightingale and didn't even know it. Will you be at my office at 3 o'clock for the recording, Mr. McGee? I'll be there, you betcha. Thank you, sir. I'll be expecting you. Goodbye. Well. Well, my dear. Now what you got to say? McGee, I'm speechless. Well, I ain't surprised. You wives are all alike, you know it. To you, a husband is only something around the house that you take for granted with pants on. <laughs> it don't occur to you that we got talent. I'm sorry, dearie. Goodness knows I never meant to underestimate you. A woman's got a man with a voice that attracts attention five blocks away, but does she appreciate him? Not her. She wants to go out some enchanted evening and watch Pins' tonsils wiggle across a crowded room. <laughs> that her own husband has got a... All right, all right. Well... I said I was sorry, now well... let it drop before I'm sorry I was sorry. <laughs> Mother thinks you're wonderful. Come in. Good morning, Molly McGee. Good morning, Mr. Mayor. Oh, hi, Latrivia. Boy, have I got news for you. You heard my voice? Yes, yes. In fact, there are times when it seems that for the past 20 years I've heard nothing else. <laughs> No, he means his singing voice, Your Honor. Yeah. Singing voice? Well, I must be running along. Only stopped in for a moment. No, I hate that. Wait a minute. You ain't heard the news. Let go of my coattail, McGee. Okay. But listen to me, will you? You're looking at a guy that I've just been chose to be the star soloist of a singing commercial. You're making this up. No. It's really true, Mr. Mayor. A man from the Apex Advertising Agency came by and hired him just a few minutes ago. Yeah, he heard me singing my favorite ditty, Latriv. Pretty Red Wing. Ah, oh, great old song. Oh, the moon shines tonight on pretty Red Wings. <laughs> How's that, boy? Won't that bring back memories the way I sing it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, McGee. Memories of my boyhood. Ah, oh, sure. The sound of fingernails scraping across a blackboard. <laughs> the southbound freight from my hometown hitting an open switch at midnight. <laughs> Memories of my dear old grandfather on Halloween, the time we set fire to his nightshirt. <laughs> I think that must be the charm of my voice, Homer. It sort of takes people back. Way back. It's got a certain something, don't you think? Yes, yes, I'm not certain what the something is, but oh, you've got it. 
and my heart bleeds for you. <laughs> Trouble with you, Latrive, is you ain't hepped music. You just don't dig my voice. Well, I should be able to. There's certainly enough gravel in it. <laughs> well, now, the fact remains, Mr. Mayor, he has been hired to sing this afternoon. You betcha. Well, you should take care of a voice like that, McGee. Watch your throat. Huh? Now, I have a simple home remedy that should be just the thing for you. Oh? Yes, an ordinary lemon and a roll of gauze bandage. Oh? How would he use it, Mr. Mayor? Soak the bandage in lemon juice and wrap up his throat, I suppose? Uh, no, no, just open his mouth, put the whole lemon in it, and tie it shut with the bandage. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's ridiculous. Yes, yes, looking at your mouth, I suppose it is. <laughs> just make it a grapefruit, Molly. <laughs> Well, I'm just limbering up my larynx for the recording this afternoon. I sprayed my throat. With what? This atomizer here. That's my cologne. Oh. <laughs> well, that was a waste of time, wasn't it? <laughs> my voice is already sweet enough. How true, how true. You know, I've been giving this singing commercial racket a lot of thought, kiddo, and there's a barrel of dough in this stuff, you know what? I figure I can collect two ways. Two ways? Betcha. First, I'll make a fortune with everybody bidding against each other to make me sing for them. Yes. That we know. <laughs> but they might run out of commercials that are good enough for me to sing. Aha, uh -huh. so you've written some commercials of your own. Ah, uh, you said it. And they're knockouts. Listen to this one I made up for a used car dealer. Buy a car from Lapanui. He's the dealer that you need. Louis motors may go bluey, but his laugh is guaranteed. <laughs> you like that one, kiddo? It's just lovely, dearie. Mm -hmm. I've never heard of laughing Louis, though. Well, me either, but don't worry. Once that melody gets around, 16 guys named Louie will open up car lots and start laughing. Ah, your brain is working overtime today. <laughs> I got another one that ought to fracture every woman that tunes in her radio. It's for reducing pills. You've heard of Dr. Jackson's pound-off pills. No, but I bet I will. <laughs> you said it. Listen, it goes... Pound-off pills are perfect for me, Mary, Maud, and Myrtle. If you don't take them every day, pop goes your girdle. <laughs> the world's been waiting for that one. <laughs> Undoubtedly. Well, though. hello, Molly. Hi, pal. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Hi, Junior. You come just in time to get a big thrill, boy. You're looking at America's newest singing sensation. How was that again? This is quite a thing, Mr. Wilcox. Yeah. He's had an offer to do a singing commercial, and all of a sudden he's become the father of the Andrews sisters. <laughs> oh, my gosh, it's a big honor. Why, sure it is, pal, and I'm very happy for you. I'd ask you to do a singing commercial about the fine foods prepared with pet milk, but we don't need one. No, we don't need that. Every dish prepared with pet is a singing commercial in itself. How can you call food a singing commercial, Mr. Oh, Mr. Molly, you're sticking your neck right in the noose. Oh. <laughs> well, those commercials are usually sung by three types of voices, Molly. Tenor, bass, and baritone. 
When you cook your meals with Pet, you get all three of those. I get tenner? Of course. Tenner? Sure. Pet milk dishes are not only rich and tasty, but they're economical, too. Where's the tenner? For a very low cost, you can whip up a delicious dish that will serve tenner more people. Mm. This is one of them agonizing ones. Well, now, <laughs> wait a minute. The, the base, obviously, it, oh. it's quite obvious. Yeah. Oh, not to me it isn't. Well, now, wait a minute, Molly. Look, suppose a girl wants a man to propose. Yeah? She should fix uh, rich desserts for him and sauces and meat gravies, all made with pep. But what about base? Yeah. Well, if she doesn't do that, she'll never get to first. <laughs> Why don't you steal home, Junior? <laughs> Quietly, before you get thrown out. Now, wait a minute. Just a second. Mm -hmm. Baritone, I must admit, is a little more complicated. More complicated? Yes, but I'm sure I can make it clear. Oh, I bet you can. Yep. Pet milk is especially fine for dishes such as creamed tuna fish. Oh? Serve it to anyone and they'll love it. Even if they never could stand that kind of fish before. You don't mean... Yes, even if they never could bear a tuna. <laughs> Goodbye now. Boy, I wouldn't want to say this to Wilcox, but that poor boy ought to get himself a rider. Yeah. <laughs> the stuff he makes... Oh, well, it's not my problem. Dearie, hmm? uh, don't you think you ought to give your throat a rest before you wear it out? After all, it's just an ordinary piece of skin. Well, don't you worry, Tootsie. Won't wear out that easy. In the days when I sung for a living, people used to say to me, McGee, they used to say to me, you must have a leather throat with lungs to match. And I still got it. And them. Well, that's a relief. You've read how Caruso used to show off by singing a real high note to a wine glass and busting the glass. Yes, say, that must have been something to catch. Huh. Once I hit a high note about C or C+, plus. The chattered four water glasses simultaneous. No, I can't believe it. They believed it down at the Bontarn department store, kiddo. Happened right there in their glassware department. Old man McDonald, the president of the Third National Bank's wife, was holding them on a tray looking at them, and I just got a sudden urge to sing. So? So, I stepped up behind her and cut loose with my highest note. <laughs> she leapt over a showcase, and all four glasses splintered when they hit the concrete floor. <laughs> I was halfway down the escalator by the time... Come in. Well, hello, Ollie. Well, hello, Mrs. And the same to you, McGee. Oh, hi, Ollie. How's Trix? Oh, she's fine. Used to have a litter of puppies. <laughs> <laughs> Who did? Little Sam's dog, Trix. Didn't you ask how's Trix? Oh, yeah, but I wasn't expecting an answer. <laughs> Are the puppies cute, Ollie? Well, they're no world beaters, Mrs. See, Trix is a poodle. And the papa was a police dog. So we was hoping the puppies would have curly hair and long, straight noses. Mm -hmm. Instead, they got long, straight hair and curly noses. Well, I'm no poodle, but I got some news, too. Molly and I are going downtown in a minute. I got a job as a singer. <coughs> Radio. Is that true? Yeah. Don't seem to excite you so much. <laughs> well, I'm not much of a music lover, McGee. Huh? Since my Christina was a little girl and the missus says she should learn to play the violin, so to keep peace in the family, I get her on. Was she any good as a fiddle player? McGee, she was used playing brutal. <laughs> All 
whole secret play was something to call humoresque, but I don't see nothing funny about it. <laughs> All day long, she scrape away on the little fiddle, squeak, 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 squeak. I'm gonna jump out of my skin and you leave it lying on the floor. <laughs> no, you should have made her quit, Ollie. Why didn't you put your foot down? I did, right on the fiddle. Oh. And that was the nicest noise it ever made. That ended the music around your house, huh? No. Then my boy Lars, he decided he wanted to be a musician, and he saves up and buys a tuba. Oh, oh that's worse than a violin. Yeah, uglier, too. <laughs> Lars, he kept blay, blowing away on it. Mm, papa, mm, papa. <laughs> and Lars, I say to him, one more whoop, and you have trouble with your papa. <laughs> Did he give it up? Finally, McGee. It was a hot day in July, and Lars, he blew his brains out on the tuba, but nothing comes out of it. Oh? So he kept on puffing till he got purple in the face, and at last something came out. And umpa? No, my little boy Sven. Oh. He crawled in the tuba so Lars could blow on him and make him cool. So <laughs> to get down there and get my hands on that micronome, Molly. I'll murder them guys this afternoon. You've yes. got the voice to do it with, too, dearie. I bet when that guy Harding finds out I can not only sing them commercials, but I can write them for him, too. He'll want to sign me to a big contract with options every year. You mean options? I mean options where the salary goes up every year. <laughs> this thing today is just a start, of course. You wait till my voice hits the airwaves, kiddo. These singing commercials will sweep the country. Well, it can stand a good sweeping, I'll admit that. <laughs> But I doubt it. Oh, look who's coming. Hello, Mr. Oldtimer. Oh, hi, Oldtimer. Hello there, kids. What you doing downtown, daughter? Shopping? No, we came down... Because they're having a big sale at the Bond Town today. Here they got some mighty fine bargains. Yeah, well, we're not in... That's in the paper. Weekend sale. Yeah? I'm going over there now and pick me out a nice weekend. <laughs> I lost one Friday night. I ain't been able to find it. Must have mislaid it. Yeah, yeah, well, that's very interesting, not to us. I got to keep moving here. I'm due at the studio to make some records. For the radio, Mr. Oldtimer, he's going to record some singing commercials. Is that so? Well, sir, I was just saying to my girlfriend, Bessie, last night, shut that thing off, Bessie, I said. <laughs> we haven't seen Bessie for ages. How is she, anyway? Oh, Bessie's just fine, daughter. She used to be a radio singer herself at one time, you know. Oh, is that so? Back in the old days, hmm. her and her sister, Essie. Yeah? Called herself Bessie and Essie, the mountain duo. Yeah. <laughs> Essie played the guitar, and Bessie just sat and bellered. Oh, were they very successful? Well, they would have been, daughter, but Bessie had to quit. Her voice started changing on her. Yeah. When she got up to sing, you couldn't tell whether she was going to sing like a soprano or like a bass. You mean bass. A bass is a fish. That's Bessie, all right. <laughs> Get a mouth on her like a buck-tooth mackerel. <laughs> well, she's a nice girl, and I know you're fond of her. My gosh, you've been going with Bessie ever since we've known you. How come you two aren't married? Well, it's all on account of my health, Johnny. Your health? Yep. When I'm sick, Bessie don't want me, and when I'm well, I can outrun her. Oh, <laughs> Come on, Molly, here's the place, Apex Advertising. Come on. You know, this is kind of exciting, dearie. Isn't this a nice office, Yeah. Too? 
As soon as we find out what station your song will be on, I'll write Aunt Sarah and have her listen. I wonder which one of these doors is the recording department. I'm supposed to meet Harding in recording. Could it be that door over there, the one that says recording? Oh, that's possible. <laughs> now let me sharpen up my tones a little first, and then we'll barge in. Okay, Harding, I'm ready. I want to tell you I've never been in better voice. He really hasn't, Mr. Harding. He always sounds this way. Ah, he's perfect, Mrs. McGee, perfect. Come right in. You want to come with him? Oh, I'd love to. I've never been in a recording studio before. Well, nice place you got here, Harding. Now, who are them guys down there by the microphone? Look like singers. Well, that's our quartet, Mr. McGee. Oh. They'll work with you on this commercial. Oh, swell. You hear that, Molly? He's going to use a quartet to back me up with. Sort of give me background, see? You've got plenty of background, dearie. <laughs> This is the man I told you about. This is the voice. Well, that is, boys, that is. Just relax. Don't worry about a thing. I'll give you that smooth oil burner type of singing, Harding. Oil burner singing? Yep. No clinkers. <laughs> My gosh, don't you get it? Clinkers are sour notes. Oil burners, no clinkers. Ain't funny, McGee. Well, I ain't hired to make jokes. I'm here to sing. <laughs> Where's my music, boys? Give me the music, somebody. Oh, you won't need any music for this one, Mr. McGee. Yeah? All I want you to do is to give us that great pretty red wing, just like you sang it for me today. Yeah? Pretty red wing, huh? Just exactly like you did it today. Oh, he does that good, real good. The boys here will sing a short verse, you see. Yeah? And when I throw you a cue, you take right off, McGee. You got it? Oh, well, sure, but I... Okay. Quiet, everybody! Ready recording? All right, boys, this is the take. Hit it! Oh, Fagin's famous Fido food will fill your dog with bliss. So feed him Fagin's famous food or he will sound like this. Oh! Great! Great! Give return in a moment. Fun to hear your voice on the radio, anyhow, dearie. Even if it is just one note. Yeah. Did you get paid yet? Oh yeah, I got paid. As soon as I got through singing. Good. How much? Uh, Two dollars, five, ten. Nope. They give me an even fifty, kiddo. Fifty dollars? Cans of dog food. Oh. <laughs> That's what I said. Good night. Good night. All.